What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Canon Performance Podcast episode, where it is our mission to help you live a better life with your dog, guaranteed. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and on today's podcast episode, we are going to be discussing how to achieve equilibrium with your dog. I had posted this today on Instagram. It is February 21st, um, and the reason I had posted this is because in the dog training world, we talk a lot about boundaries and structure and rules um, and implementing those into life. And for a lot of people, that can be really difficult to do. And once you do establish some boundaries and structure and rules, um, I think that the next question is, well, do I do this for forever for my dog's life? And for me, I am always trying to find ways for not just myself, but also everyone else to be able to live life with their dog in the easiest way that fits their lifestyle. So you don't have to do a lot of management. You don't always have to micromanage your dog's behavior, redirect them onto other things. They're able to make better choices on their own. Um, and so when it comes to boundaries and to refresh some boundaries um, that I recommend that people do are things like getting your dog out of the bed. If you have your dog that sleeps in bed with you, um, if your dog is up on the couch all the time, if you're free feeding your dog, um, if they are not crate trained, if they don't have manners when it comes to doorways, thresholds like the car, the crate, um, and just in general, some better manners. Um, and so removing all these different things, like I mentioned, can be really difficult. But over time, you want to get back to that state of you can allow your dog some of those freedoms. So whenever someone asks me this of when they can start allowing their dog to have more of these freedoms, I always let them know that your dog is going to tell you when you can start adding some of these freedoms back in. And the really awesome thing about, you know, implementing boundaries and structure is that if you are able to achieve that at one point, you are able to achieve it again at a later point. So what I mean by that is say that you went back to baseline. You removed all the boundaries, you implemented a lot of structure and rules, um, and then you're able to add that in as behavior gets better. So you really like your dog's behavior, you feel like um, they're more balanced, they're well-rounded. Um, you can add in having your dog up on the couch again. And then monitoring how their behavior is. Is that being up on the couch and having close access to you and, you know, having a little bit more affection inherently because they're up on the couch, does that affect your relationship? Do you see some behavioral problems arising from that? No? Okay. Well, then the next step after that would be maybe allowing your dog to be back up in bed with you and then monitoring behavior from there. And so the really awesome thing is that as soon as you see some behavioral issues like more pushy, not obeying commands, um, maybe even some behavior like barking comes back or destructive chewing, um, you know, all these different things. If you see that coming back into play in your dog's behavior, you know what was the last thing that you gave privilege and freedom into your dog's life. And so you then you can say, okay, you're not ready to handle 
this uh, privilege. You can't handle this much freedom. So we're going to go back. We're just going to take it back one step, add that in and see if behavior improves. So that's a really great thing about living life with our dogs is that we can really shape our dogs however we want based around our lifestyle. So inputting some things and then decreasing others um, is really awesome to do after you see those better behaviors. And I think that's the major key is once you see those behavioral problems go away and you feel like you've reached a good balance point for a good period of time. And, you know, for some dogs that takes a couple months, other dogs, it takes years. Some dogs just inherently need that by nature. I own one of those types of dogs that if I start slacking on those structures and rules and everything else that I almost immediately see behavioral problems, you know, starting to bubble up to the surface. So that's just how he is with his behavior he just needs that amount of leadership and guidance and structure and I'm more than happy to provide that to him Um, and as time goes on maybe once I have implemented boundaries and structure over a long period of time in his life I can try again later on down the road and see if implementing some of those freedoms and structures um, and just removing that from him if he can handle that as he gets older so if you are out there right now and you have listened to this podcast, you have, um, you know, read a lot of my posts on Instagram and you follow a bunch of other trainers. And so you decided to implement a lot of boundaries and that's gone really great for you, but you're wondering when you can add those back in. Um, then the answer is when you see good behaviors and they are very well established good behaviors and you feel really good about the progress that you've seen with your dog that's the time when you can start adding those in Um, because at the end of the day we want our dogs to have as much liberty and freedom as possible and to live their lives um, seamlessly and fluidly around ours so that's all I have for the podcast episode today on how to find equilibrium. Uh, you can find us on Instagram on canine performance, C-A-N-I-N-E underscore performance on Facebook under the same name, and then also on YouTube as well. And if you've been listening to these podcast episodes and you've gained some knowledge and insight, feel free to leave us a review and it helps us out a lot. But that's it for now. I'll see you guys on the next one.